Hello again, my loves. Welcome back to the Red Moon Medicine space. I'm so happy you found your way here again. Um, we're coming back into this space today to talk about our cycles and the, the beauty within the archetypes that we can witness um, in the different phases within our cycles and how we can kind of tap into this and be in witness to them. Um, today specifically, we are going to be talking about our blood phase, uh, our menstrual time when we are bleeding and within these mysteries um, and how they, how this time um, vibrates within the frequency of death and decay. So let's just dive right in here. <laughs> um, this time in our cycle when we are bleeding is um, in a way the, the ending that feeds the new beginning within our cycles. Um, it is after we have ovulated and reached our peak of energy and hormones um, within the time of ovulation, after our egg has been released and our womb was preparing for this potential life to take root. And when our blood arrives, um, it is to let us know that a death has occurred, death, that Lady Death has visited us again within this cycle. Our egg that we have been carrying with us for our whole lives, um, even when we were, were within our mother's womb, um, has been released in this cycle and didn't take root and has died and withered away. And the lining of our uterus that has been building and maturing and being nourished with all that is needed to sustain life um, is also now being released. So it is this um, kind of reminder that death has been with us in this time. After this cycle of life, we are now within the death that feeds the rebirth. And so it is this descending energy. It is the flow that is moving downwards back to the roots um, from the blooming and the growing and the bursting with life of our ovulation. Um, we are now returning our energy back into the ground, into the soil, into the darkness and the stillness and the solitude. We are shedding everything that um, we aren't needing in this time, our attachments and identities and um, this kind of, these earthly attachments we aren't needing now in this space and instead we are asked to let go of these responsibilities and instead allow ourselves to die in a way, allow ourselves to sit with this frequency of death that allows us to detach um, from this, um, these responsibilities and such and come back into our essence, into all that we are beyond 
even our physical form and our physical world, our external world. We are asked to sit with what remains when all of that is shed away, when all the layers of our identity and being and life are cleared and peeled away, what is within the core of us. So it is this tapping back into the roots. Like within a, a plant or a tree, during their time of ovulation, or let's say summer, um, they are bursting with life and growing leaves and new branches and new shoots and maybe even creating um, new babies and new, new trees and plants that begin to grow. And flowers and fruits and all that comes through in this space. And then as the air begins to quiet and cool again, they begin to also release and shed their leaves and they fall to the ground and go back into the earth, back to feeding the, um, the nourishment on the topsoil that enriches um, all the rest of life. And the tree itself um, sheds all of that and its energy now instead is going back into the roots and nurturing and making sure that all is well there so that it can continue to to live and move into this next cycle of life. And so in these ways, we are also um, shedding metaphorically and also physically through our blood um, and within our energy and emotions. All our luteal phases this time, right before we enter into our blood mysteries and our chambers, of bleeding, where we are given an opportunity to shed and release and uh, be in witness to all that is coming through in this space that is asking to be seen, reflecting on this last cycle that just was, and um, thinking about what wants to continue on on this journey, what you wish to carry with you as you move into um, this death and into this next cycle and what is no longer needed. So what is asked to allow to die and to be shed and let go? These are the, the teachings of our blood mysteries where we can be in witness to ourselves and all that we are um, and reflect on how we continue to transform as we emerge into each new cycle. It is this decay and unraveling that continues to feed all of life. It is this enriching cycle of creation that sometimes we forget because so much now is focused on this ascending energy, this rising and this light and love and life and in that way, sometimes we can forget the importance and the necessity that is this descending energy that is um, moving back into the earth, into the darkness, into the soils of creation that allows one to be unraveled and transformed into something new that continues to feed these cycles of creation, of life and death and rebirth. 
And so our blood is this downward moving energy where our energy before was rising up, allowing us to be within our external world, allowing us to interact and be social and nurture our relations and our communities and work um, within our medicine and offer our service to the world. Now we are offered a space to come back into ourselves where we aren't taking care of anyone else and instead are just nurturing ourselves. And this energy begins to move downward, as um, like within our womb, how our blood begins to flow out of us and down, drip down our legs and back into the earth. So our energy too is asking for us to shift um, and honor this, this changing energy. Excuse me. <laughs> um, to honor this shifting energy and um, notice how right now we are needing something a little bit different than perhaps what we were needing before. Now maybe we are more uh, longing for this solitude and this stillness that comes with this energy of our bleed. This retreat time where we can um, follow this, this energy of descending and um, detach from our external world and take some time just for ourselves. These were the teachings of the red tent circles when women left their communities for a time during their bleeds and just allowed themselves to be alone or with each other in this space free from responsibilities or attachments where they could just be present and in communion with their their spirit, in communion with the spirit all around them, the life that was flowing and the death that was bringing them back into the core of things. It is this energy of endings. So again, witnessing what is asking to die and be released and how does this allow me to grow into all that is meant to be in this new cycle? How does this transformation continue to nurture all that I am becoming, all that I am meant to be? And within this space, we may um, feel and notice this void feeling for this frequency of death that is our blood mysteries, is the void that we enter into. Um, death is nothing more than a void, it is emptiness, where it is in contrast to life that is moving and flowing and active and um, full. Death is empty and nothingness. And within our bleeding times, we can catch a glimpse of what this potentially looks like as much as we can within an experience that is life and fullness and activity. Within our blood mysteries, we are in witness to this feeling of the void that we can enter into. And it may feel um, startling sometimes, especially when you first begin to catch a glimpse, perhaps, of this energy. Um, and 
within this void, there is expansiveness, there is spaciousness, and there is nothingness. And here we are in a space where we have shed and are just being. We just are. There is nothing more there and there is nothing more that's needed within this space. There can be a comfort and a beauty found and felt in this space of emptiness that we can enter into that allows us to just be fully present in the moment without needing anything more. And so this cycle of the void and of death is this um, in a way, completion of one cycle that continues to feed the spiral that is continuously and endlessly, eternally flowing. Um, completing this cycle of ascension and ground grounding this energy back into the earth to be stabilized and nourished and offered a chance to regain this energy, to feed this energy again. Um, to have the capacity again to continue to grow in its active state. Just like a, a tree, for example, but really all of life, um, we can witness how there, is, there isn't a cycle that is continuously growing and growing and growing forever, eternally. Um, there is a point where there is dormancy and there is stillness and the growth slows down and even stops for a time to allow for this space of rest and grounding back into the earth that allows us to nurture our roots and our foundations that give us again this energy to continue upon our path to continue to grow into all that is meant to be in this time. And so our blood, in this way, is offering these blessings back to the earth. We naturally have this, um, this sacrament that we can be in witness to, that naturally we offer to the earth again, that just flows through us, that is a part of who we are, our nature the cycles that we move through and that we are a part of. We naturally have this offering that we give back to the earth in reverence and in devotion. This nature is deeply devotional to all of creation, offering this nourishment to the rest of life that continues to feed everything else. It is in witness to how we are all tied together and the ways that we nourish each other. This idea of I eat you and you eat me. I receive nourishment and I also give nourishment back to the earth. And all the ways that we are nourished by the earth and by life and all of our relations. In these same ways, through our blood, we offer this nourishment back and are given an opportunity to really be in a, a sacred space within this time, a, a ceremony in a way, 
if we choose to honor this time within its fullest potential we can sit we can sit within a, a sacred ceremony that is in devotion and in reverence to the earth and to our spirit and to life itself for in this time we are entering this subliminal world this world of the unseen we are deeply in tune with this spirit and our intuition and all these things that exist around us and within us that aren't normally seen aren't physically touched but are still existing and flowing all around us <clears throat> in contrast to the energy and the time of our ovulation when we are deeply tied to our external world and are living within this space and witnessing its beauty and receiving all of its opportunities now within our blood we are reminded of all that lays beyond this physicality and all that we are beyond that as well so here our opportunity is to be in witness to that to within this void and this emptiness to see what comes through once we move through the the empty feeling the this the first glimpse of energy that begins to be felt for before anything becomes physical it is energetic first it is unseen but felt and infused with faith and so when we allow ourselves this space of retreat and stillness and being in ceremony in this time honoring our blood and acknowledging how in this time we are within a, a different frequency that isn't necessarily so in alignment for a time with our external responsibilities and our external world we can sink into this ceremony acknowledging that we are in communion right now with the spirit of things with unseen aspects of creation that we can be in devotion to that and in love with that and feel this love pulsing and moving through all of things within our blood mysteries we can ta tap into a, a very unique feeling and frequency of love that can be offered within this spiritual space that moves beyond this physical form of loving someone or something but just is love in its essence not tied to anyone or anything but just is this frequency that is moving through you that is felt that is you and that is everything else and in this way how we are tied together through this frequency this energy and so we are asked in this space what is dying within me right now what is being asked to be released what am I asked to let go of as I move into this new transformation and as I move into this next cycle 
What am I asked to release so that I can receive all that is coming to me now? So I can step into all that I am meant to be now? What is transforming within me? This is an opportunity to be in witness to that, to catch a glimpse of what it looks like and not necessarily, sometimes it's not so tangible, something that we can really pin down and say this is what it is and we're not asked to change it or control it but just sit with it even if sometimes we can't describe that that thing or that feeling or we can't pin it down into something just sitting with whatever is moving through this space within you and around you just sitting with whatever is or isn't anymore what is changing and how you are feeling now and how that's different to how you felt before and we are asked to witness how we sit with this descending energy this quieting and this grounding and this stillness do we feel again this comfort here do we feel at home in this space or do we notice how we have a hard time with sinking truly and fully into the space of the void and emptiness and again we aren't necessarily trying to change anything right now we are just witnessing we aren't judging or shaming but we are just sitting with whatever it is and offering it love and seeing it uh, as already perfect in the way that it is right now for it is moving you into this transformation and within this space of the void and the emptiness the space of ceremony that we can nurture and create within these moments of our bleeding times we eventually enter into this space after we have sat in, within the emptiness into a space that is open to receive now insights and transmissions from this spirit world that we've been in communion with that we've been glimpsing and touching we are now open after we have shed everything that we no longer are we are open now to receive the insights and information and wisdom into how we can move forward into what we are becoming and tangibly we can really um, bring certain challenges or um, things that have been troubling us in this last cycle or within our lives we can bring them into this space of our bleeding times and sit with them and see perhaps um, how we receive these insights into how we may move through um, these these challenges um, how we can how, how we are giving this given this information um, to perhaps help us move through these challenging times, perhaps offering us solutions um, or 
ways of seeing it and thinking about it that were different than this very rational and logical thinking that may live within our ovulatory phase. Now within our bleeding, um, we are within our abstract thinking and our imagination and our creativity. So also this, um, this shifting in energy and way of thinking and this communion with the spirits offer us an opportunity to see things a little differently than how we've been looking at them before. And so we can bring in something um, that we're focusing on or we can also just be open to receive whatever comes through in this space. Perhaps inspiration of a project that we can continue to nurture or start or, you know, different feelings of whatever it may be. Now is the time where we are offered these pieces of wisdom from our guides or from our higher self or from our intuition or however you wish to describe this energy. It is a time where we are offered this guidance and direction and as we move into and out of our chambers of um, blood mysteries and we enter back into this new cycle as we emerge back into our external world um, we are leaving this space with guidance and this deeper wisdom that we have received from the divine as to how we can move forward and what we are meant to do it is in this time where we are offered this higher guidance and offered this clarity that suddenly puts pieces together and begins to make sense of a, a life in a world that perhaps lacked direction before. When we offer ourselves this ceremony of our bleeding times, we may notice how our path begins to clear more and suddenly we are deeply in tune with what we are um, meant to serve what we are moving towards and longing to create and so when we offer ourselves this opportunity we can receive that, that and as we emerge into our follicular phase and again move closer towards our ovulation we have this these insights that we carry with us that have been infused with intention and faith and now that we are moving towards them and beginning to create them and weave them into our physical reality. And in this way, we can be the creators of our lives and bring forth all that we want, knowing that it is right and true for us. For we have sat in these spaces of spirit and have received this wisdom and guidance from things beyond our rationality or our surface desires, but something that moves much deeper and faster within us, that we are in alignment with, and that we listen to and move from that space. And so, when we cycle back into the times of our blood mysteries, when we begin our bleed, we 
are invited here, or I invite you here to honor this time of retreat, to do what you can with where you're at and what you feel like you need, and offer this time of solitude for yourself. Perhaps that looks right now like maybe an hour or maybe an afternoon or perhaps a whole day, maybe even the entirety of your bleeding times, whatever you feel like you want to start with, offering this time and giving this to yourself with permission, knowing that you are worthy of this rest, that your worth and value doesn't diminish when you offer yourself the space of rest and stillness. For in a world of active productivity and this pressure to always be doing and creating and pushing out products, um, this value in rest and retreat and solitude has diminished in some ways. Yet still, that doesn't mean that um, it's not valuable. And we can remember this again and come back into this space as we offer ourselves what we need. And so I invite you to take this time during your bleed and create a ceremony out of it in whatever way that looks like for you. Perhaps it's taking some time to be outside and journal, light some candles and take a bath burn some incense and just sit in a meditation that is in witness to this space of the void and of emptiness. Or perhaps it looks more subtle and just as you move throughout your day, you are present within this energy of your bleeding times and how it feels different and how you're, you've entered into this different frequency that you move through in this life. And in this time, that perhaps other people don't necessarily notice, but don't need to notice because you are in witness to that. And this is your journey. And so feeling this frequency of love that can come through and growing more comfortable with this frequency of death that unravels everything that we think that we are and instead reminds us of what we really are and what is really true and what is really important. So yeah, I invite you to nurture this, this ceremony and, um, and reflect on what your blood means for you, what your relationship is with your blood and your bleeding times, um, and how you can nurture this space for yourself. And to love this time that um, that moves you into this very beautiful subliminal subliminal space of your spirit, and how um, how fun it can be to enter into this space of ceremony that is that is our birthright, that is this ancestral wisdom and this innate tradition that is a part of us that just moves through us, that just is us, and how we can honor this time and see it as sacred and special rather than um, an annoyance or mundane or a burden. A beautiful practice um, that I would like to 
offer you and share with you now to kind of close off this episode. Um, and so one that I have found deeply nourishing for myself during my bleeding times, practicing free bleeding, which is when you don't have anything on or inside your pussy during your blood, and you instead uh, allow it to flow out of you, flow right out of you without being held within a, a diva cup or a menstrual cup <laughs> or, um, or a tampon and allowing this energy to move through you without being held or growing stagnant and stuck inside of your pussy. For this energy and this blood is meant to flow and isn't always meant to be held in like that. Although now, you know, it can be convenient sometimes depending on what you're doing. But again, it's nurturing this practice when you can to allow your blood to, even um, for a time perhaps experimenting with not using a pad or, you know, bleeding underwear or whatever it might be. And just literally allowing your blood to flow out of you to feel it dripping down your legs and moving from your pussy and how it flows out and even sitting upon the earth and allowing this blood to drip directly onto her grounds and back into the soil to literally continue to share this nourishment and offer it as a sacrament back to the earth. Now, a lot of times... Our blood gets just thrown away into the garbage or spilt down the toilet, which there's no judgment there for that. We all do it sometimes or all the time. Um, but experimenting with this different practice of holding your blood and offering it back to the earth directly from your womb onto her grounds and creating, again, this sacred ritual and ceremony around it. This supports this kind of primal energy, this innate tradition that I spoke about of women bleeding directly upon the earth, of retreating into the red tents and these spaces of their blood mysteries and allowing this blood to drip from them and be fed back into the earth. It is again this death that feeds life, this I eat you and you eat me energy. And so seeing how this changes the feeling of your blood and your relationship with your blood when you nourish this kind of practice and creates this sacredness around what is um, moving through you and what is being offered back into the earth that is you, that is a part of you, and how you continue to nurture these cycles of creation and support this downward moving flow of energy. So, yeah, that's um, some things to reflect on. <laughs> um, that's kind of what I wanted to touch on today, focusing a bit more um, around our blood and these mysteries and the sacredness of our blood and remembering these teachings that have in a lot of ways been forgotten or lost and 
our blood has turned into something, like I mentioned earlier, mundane or a burden. That this idea that has been pushed on us from certain um, groups of people um, wanting to suppress this, perhaps. And it is up to us to reclaim that wisdom and reclaim those traditions and that knowledge that remind us that our nature, our ways, who we are as women and as womb carriers isn't wrong or dirty or a burden, but it is our blessings and our fullness. It is moving us towards all that we are meant to be. It is these sacred rites that we are a part of that tie us into these devotional practices of spirit, these natural offerings that we have to the earth. And so remembering this and nurturing these, this awareness around our cycle that reclaims our power and reminds us of all that we are and how all that we are is sacred. So thank you for being here with me again as we explore these different topics and explore these different aspects of our natures and our beings. I hope you received what was needed from this space or got something that um, that sparked a little something magical within your heart. Um, may you continue to nurture these practices and be nourished by these cycles. Thank you. And I love you.